0: This is High Adventure Ministries Global Radio Network, coming to you from our studios in Southern California. And today it's my great privilege to have a, a wonderful young lady here. Her name is Lori Mallord, and she is a, an accomplished minister, diligent minister, I might add, for the past 15 years, and has written uh, two books, one called The Walking Dead, the other No More Black Days, and very dynamic books, I might add. You, you want to be sure and contact us if you'd like to receive either of these books. And she's now in the process of writing a third book. Lori, I just want to thank you for joining us today, and I understand uh, you would like to share an excerpt from your uh, latest book with us. So again, thank you, and God bless you. Stay tuned, because you're going to love what you're about to hear.
1: Yes, hi. It's so great to be here. Thank you, Ed. You're welcome. Uh, This is an excerpt from a new book I'm working on called, I Was Thinking of You, and it's set at the Mount of Olives, and without further ado, I want to get right into it, because it's a very meditative piece, Uh, I would like you to meditate on it. My ministry is called The Breath of God, The Still Small Voice of God, the Holy Spirit, and I believe that What is lacking today is the stillness and the silence and the quietness of God and the peace. So enter into a place of peace with me, a place of rest, a place of meditating on our Lord as he is embarking on the journey to the cross. Uh, He is in the Garden of Gethsemane at this time, and this is written in the person of Jesus Christ. So come into the Garden of Gethsemane with me. The full moon lit up the garden of Gethsemane that night, just before Passover had begun. As I kneeled beside a rock all alone, praying and thinking of you, I did not notice the beauty of the moon shadows playing softly on the branches of the olive trees. For all the while, I was thinking of you. My soul was sorrowful, even to the point of death. My knees began to ache for I had been there for quite some time. I had asked some of my very best friends to join me. Stay here and watch with me. I had beckoned them, but alas, they had fallen asleep. I had to keep alert. I had to watch. I watched and prayed. After all, I was thinking of you. Tears began to fall as I prayed for you. The tears felt heavy. Every tear seemed to carry each soul, every precious human soul whose life depended on me this moment to make a decision that would change their life forever. Great drops of thick red blood began to fall down my face. I had never sweat blood before. I asked my father in heaven if there was any other way for I knew the decision I had to make. I was thinking of you Hanging in the balances between heaven and hell. Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. I tasted blood on my lips and tongue, only a foretaste of what was to come. I thought I heard a band of soldiers in the distance, but they faded from view. For after all, I was thinking of you. Small rocks were now embedded in my knees. My stiff shoulders drooped. My head throbbed. My blood, seeping from the pores, had soaked my robe. I knew what lay before me this night. The road stretched out into eternity, prophesied many yesterdays ago and a countless tomorrow, etched in these words uttered with an effort that echoed the grace of God, the scarlet thread throughout all time. Not my will, but thine be done, O Lord. I saw you in the distance not yet born I thought of you as I'm thinking of you now I did not have to drink the cup I did not have to make the choice I was God after all yet all the while I was thinking of you my father in heaven sent an angel to strengthen me he laid an unseen hand on my shoulder I could feel the warmth of his presence if when you are utterly exhausted If your heart is in severe pain, pouring out blood mixed with tears in your garden of decision, my Father will send an angel to strengthen you, for after all, he is thinking of you. I lifted my weary body the last moment of freedom on this earth. I stepped over those who had said they would always watch with me, but now were fast asleep. I asked them why they were sleeping, for they ought to be praying, in case a time of great testing came upon them to try their faith, to see if it was gold, to see if heaven was their goal or if earthly desires were their aim. Many of my followers throughout the centuries would hear the same plea, watch and pray, but they would sleep as well, for the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I was alone then and would be alone now to accomplish my purpose on the earth. For all the while, I was thinking of you. Wake up, disciples, I said to Peter, James, and John. Look, the time has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. The Roman soldiers came with swords and clubs by which to take me by might. Along with the teachers of the Torah, they arrived, saying, Where is Jesus of Nazareth, who calls himself the Messiah? I am he. As I spoke these words, they drew back and fell to the ground. Judas approached me now and greeted me with a kiss. Rabbi, shalom. Judas, my good friend, my follower, my disciple. It was not an enemy. If it were an enemy, I could have borne it. No, it was my acquaintance. He was one who took great interest in me, in my ministry, sat very near me, kept my accounts and records, so that I would not be burdened with shekels and coins of Caesar. And he became very burdened with coins. Thirty pieces of silver caused him to betray me, his Lord, his Savior. That's why it's so important to serve God and not money. One becomes enslaved to one and hates the other, and here he was, Judas, betraying me with the kiss. We had taken sweet counsel together, walked over the past three years through the Galilean countryside, fellowship in the temple when he walked up to kiss me I looked at him with eyes of love that seemed to pierce his soul I was not condemning him I loved him he was one of my dearly beloved 12 with the mind of a man I hoped he would even now turn from this destiny and run away but with the heart of God I knew his decision was cast long ago he had condemned himself and it grieved me so I kept looking at him but he would not look at me. He cast his eyes to the ground and quickly turned around. I could smell the sweat of his brow. It was not the same sweat of the garden where I had just prayed, the sweat of self-sacrifice. No, it was the haunting, bone-chilling, clammy sweat of guilt running down his face and his hands. And even though he wiped his palms together many times, he could not shake the perspiration or the chill might know the feeling, impending doom, with no escape, when you have done exactly as you planned, only to find out, your plans are perspiring with perversion, and you are enslaved to your own desires. Cursing the coins you once counted, you now perish in a field of blood, hanging by your own device. But Judas was not thinking of this. He had stopped thinking. If only he looked at me. Perhaps he could have found forgiveness in my eyes, for I came to die for all men, all who look on me. But as he slithered away, crawling on his belly through the grass, I said, "Oh Judas, do betray me with a kiss. To be betrayed by a friend is worst of all. I could have stopped him, but I was not thinking of him any longer. I was thinking of you, the day you would be betrayed by the one you loved. You know that I, too, was betrayed. I know how you feel, and if you are the one who has betrayed the one you love, don't run away. Look at me. I am thinking of you, and my eyes are full of forgiveness, compassion, and love. You have a high priest who holds the profession of faith. You have a high priest who is in all points tempted like you are, yet without sin. Come boldly to God's throne. Obtain mercy. Find help in time of need. I knew you would need me then, and you need me now, a God who has become a man, so that you as a man or woman could have access to God. It is for this reason, tonight, in the garden, I willingly lay down my life. It is for you, because I love you. I'm thinking of you. Now I want to minister to you with this song called The Arms of Love.
2: Jesus You really Come to me In the silence Of my pain Jesus You really Comfort me In my Suffering And my and you look to me with eyes of love for me and your spirit never ends it never ends you're still breathing your spirit It Salam. Bye.
1: would like to get a copy of the No More Black Days or The Walking Dead book, uh, please um, call Whitestone Publishing Los Angeles at 310-397-7214 and the address is 3489 Ashwood Avenue, Los Angeles, California 90066. Uh, Send $15 or call me up and get your copy of the book.
0: Lori, thank you so much for joining us and taking time out of your busy schedule to come up to our studios today. There's something very exciting going to be taking place. I'm sure you're going to agree with this, Lori. In about one month, uh, something very dynamic will be taking place, and that is on our Jerusalem network, for the first time, the Breath of God will be airing. And that will cover not only Jerusalem and Israel, but the entire Middle East region. So we want to encourage you, if you know anyone in that area, tell them to tune in because the Breath of God will be airing. That's going to be very exciting. I'm not overstating that. God has used Lori in, in many ways and uh, and also the, the Breath of God Ministries, and we're just looking forward to wonderful results. And so if you would like to write Lori, I would encourage you to do that at the Breath of God Ministries, or you could write High Adventure Ministries and we will forward all correspondence to her immediately. Okay, we encourage you to do that because uh, these are exciting times, and, and it's uh, rare that we see the kind of quality and the anointing uh, upon a ministry that's on the air. So we're looking for just wonderful results because of this. Lori, thank you again for joining us, and this is High Adventure Ministries Global Radio Network.